Get this big award on my ass. That's what I want to talk about. Oh, boy. (laughs) 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 That's it. I'm out. (laughs) This is Flip Flops. Welcome back to Flip Flops, the podcast where we dig into the best and worst of cinema. Today, we're discussing the latest entry in the not-so-high side of pharmaceutical industry with Pain Hustlers, the 2023 film from David Yates. In the movie, Emily Blunt stars as a down-and-out mother looking for a better life when she meets Chris Evans and ends up in the pharmaceutical sales and deep in the middle of a federal criminal conspiracy. Is this movie just what the doctor ordered, or is it a prescription for disaster? Find out this week on Flick Flops. Flirting with disaster. I was like, what are you doing? Is that like, is that Satchmo or something? Are you like, not often, Gary, you could pull out a timely Molly Hatchet reference. Are you, thought you were riffing some jazz trumpet? (laughs) If you dig deep, and I know that's not what our podcast is about, but if you go deep into the Molly Hatchet song, you'll hear, is my mic on, by the way? Um, I hear you. Okay, good. I thought I turned it off accidentally. Uh, if you dive deep into the song Flirting with Disaster, there's this part at the end where guys like, rat, 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 man, do, do. I know awesome. that from riding in my brother's 73 Nova to high school way too many times. <laughs> well, Pain hustlers, uh, it is, Gary. Yes, and we're a little, I'm going to apologize, we're a little late on this episode. I'm um, trying to fight um, the, the plague, apparently. I picked it up in Chicago. And um, don't go to Chicago. You'll get the plague. And uh, so my voice is, this is about as good as it's been. So we're just now being able to get to this. But apologies. That's because you hated Harry Carey's, Gary. That's right. Harry Carey. I can't even do voices. <laughs> hey, I'm Gary, like, if you were I'm a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> yeah. I know I would. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Too too many times doing that <laughs> when we were there. Uh, uh, let's talk about this movie. Um I didn't know anything about this movie. Gary calls me and says, hey, man, we should watch this movie. I said, done and done. Um, <laughs> what I've got info-wise, uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this bad boy sitting at, uh, the audience has it at, uh, I'm sorry, the critics have it at 24. Audience has it at 69. Uh, this dances with Rotten, I guess, based on the critics. Well, the critics definitely Rotten, according to them. Yeah, yeah, it's fresh with, with the fans, uh, the audience, but, you know, uh, but box office and budget info I don't really have because it wasn't a box office. It was released via Netflix. I do know that Netflix paid $50 million for the global rights to release this film. Wow. Uh, that seems like a lot of money. Yeah. For a film that is uh, rotten, so, so to speak. <laughs> so uh, this was written by a guy named Wells Tower. And I looked him up. I really couldn't find anything of note for this gentleman. Uh, it's the first thing that we'll know him for. He has written other things, but this is sounds this, like a nice set of apartments that you might the Wells Tower. I, I have a I'm on the fifth floor of the Wells Tower. Yeah, <laughs> uh, where the the fire trucks can still get to me if there's a fire. So I feel yeah. good about that. Yeah. Um, per, it's just directed by David Yates. Yeah, uh, he has a little bit of a pedigree. He's known well known. I mean, I didn't know him, but I looked him up. Uh, he directed four of the Harry Potter films. That's right. And he has a little bit of, um, he has uh, some stuff to his credit, uh, producer-wise, director-wise. And uh, as the great George Costanza would say, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you can quote me on that if you need to, or you don't. I'm not. Um, this could be a very quick. 
there will be no quoting. <laughs> uh, so that's all I got on the on that information, Gary. Um, oh, I didn't even do my numbers thing, did I? I just went right into it. That's all right. Uh, numbers. Num- numbers were there. That was it. That was the numbers. Yeah, that's numbers. We don't need to do our. We don't need to do our little thing. Yeah, I mean, Gary's sick. We're just trying to knock something out here real quick. Yeah. Gary, do you have a synopsis on this thing real quick? Actually, I did. I wrote something for this. It's very brief. Break it down, bro. But um, I, I know we actually discussed this movie when we saw each other last week. Um, outside of what we normally do, because we normally, I, I, I also have a connection sort of to this film. Um, but I'll bring that up here after we discuss. So. <clears throat> Superhero films have flooded the market now for decades, leading to what many call superhero fatigue. Yet, in my view, an even more rapid and severe weariness stems from the onslaught of big pharma narratives. This film's not without its merits. However, I find myself growing weary of this genre. Why? Because these stories often lack a true victor while showcasing a multitude of defeated characters, mirroring real-life issues exasperated by an industry that prioritizes profit over the preservation of life. At its core, the film spotlights the noble pursuit of alleviating pain, particularly for cancer patients, challenging the integrity of the Hippocratic Oath. This ethos is quickly overshadowed by the stark reality of corporate desperation, bankruptcy, and the relentless quest for profit. The purported non-addictive nature of the medication is exposed as a fallacy, a mere marketing ploy that disregards the plight of the innocent in favor of financial gain. Um, I wrote this when I considered trying to explain why although the movie is a good movie there's been a lot of these lately and um i think the fact that there's just nobody that wins in these scenarios uh based on real life or not and i believe this one was based on real life um there's just no winner in it and and there's a lot of dead bodies left behind and when they're talking about that especially talking about people that are looking for help it's sad to see that. And I know that these kind of movies expose that and bring that to the consciousness of people. Um, it's just been so much lately that it's like, wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot. It's and, a lot. And, to and sadly, nothing will change. And, and that also. Like, it's great when you bring attention to something, but hope you hope that it will affect change. And this, this yeah. and sadly, it does. I, I was going to touch on so I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, I agree. This movie was good. I enjoyed it. I, it's not a flop in my opinion. No. It was good. It also makes me angry when I watch these films. Uh, I think we all can attest to somebody in our life that has suffered through something and and, yeah. and in some cases have, have died. And, and you get mad because you're like, why can't we as a uh, an industry, this pharmaceutical, why can't you fix this? And you realize that it, they, they truly don't care. It's, it's, it's purely about money. Right. And granted, I'm not I'm using a broad brush that I'm sure there are some people who do really care and they're trying to find cures or ways. I understand that. In general, I think this movie and probably I think we talked about Dope Sick, which um, yeah, I I haven't serious. finished watching. Yeah. Um, it just highlights the greed of these companies at the cost of people's lives. They don't give a crap about whether the medicine helps them, they don't give a crap that these things are wildly addictive. And if it leads people into not just addiction to these things, but they'll move on to meth and heroin because it's cheaper and easier to get. And then most people end up overdosing on stuff like that. And it's a sad part of society. And I don't mean to be Debbie Downer here. I'm just, I hope I wanted to at least 
talk about what I didn't like about this film. And that was really it. And I feel like you should know that going in. Yeah. The film was, the film was good. And these, I mean, she was fantastic in the movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of uh, Chris Evans here. Yeah. I I don't dislike. I just, he's, he's no, he's neither here nor there for me. I thought he played this car. And the guy that's behind your head, Gary, the, the owner, (laughs) that guy I thought was eccentrically great at what he did. Um, that's so, uh, Garcia, Andy Garcia, isn't it? Uh, I believe it was. I didn't yeah. look up the credits. I kept thinking to myself, I was like, God, I, I bet that's Andy Garcia. But he was great. Uh, so anyway, that's the only thing I got to say about it. And I made a note and I told you about it. The one little thing I noticed is uh, her little girl in the movie is the same little girl from the movie yeah. we we have previously talked about, uh, 65. Yeah. So Which um, I didn't catch. So that was a nice catch. A little- a little callback it's weird this it's you know we all have those things that catch our eye and as i mean as soon as she popped on screen i'm like i know her from (laughs) and i do it like i pause and i'm like yep that's it i got it i then i go to imdb to make sure i'm right yeah damn straight i call that fact check yourself to to nobody in the room i was like yeah that's right yeah if somebody was here i'd have told him i was right uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, that uh, again, good movie. I do, uh, I did enjoy it. I just, I hate the topic that it's yeah. about. So. Yeah, it's a, and that's why I mean, I just think I'm, I'm tired. Like, I don't feel like I want to watch any more of these type of movies. Yeah, it's just too de- much. A little depressing too. Um, this photo, I'm not sure if this particular photo is or not, but I will tell you that um, a friend of mine did the still photography on this movie. Get out of uh, here, Ryan Douglas. From Cincinnati oh Radio, for those of you who know, I uh, remember Brian Douglas from Q102. Cincinnati people only. But his, uh, his career's really taken off, hasn't it, in photography? Yeah, yeah. And he's awesome. He's really, really good. And uh, yeah, I'm just impressed by that. An incredibly nice guy. I don't know if you remember, Gary, but he, you, you helped facilitate him doing some DJ work at uh, one of my weddings. Oh, did I do that? <laughs> yeah. He stopped by for a few minutes there and he DJed a few songs and then. Uh, he skedaddled, but it was yeah. very cool. I could say I had a Q and a two DJ at my wedding. Yeah, Brian's a good guy, and uh, deserves all the all the work he's getting. And kudos to him. Interesting, yeah, that he went from being a very successful DJ to um, working photography because I've seen a lot of his stuff on Facebook. Yeah, um, you know, not that we're friends, but I mean, I see stuff pop up in my feed every now and then, and his name, and I'm like, I know. I mean, I don't know him, but I know who he is. I've right, met him a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, through you, but yeah. Well, shout out to Brian. Um, so you want to do? Uh, <clears throat> well, I real quick. I did. I I looked through the reviews to just try to find something that was similar to my viewpoint. Even though this is a this is a rotten, yeah, um, review. But Keith Garlington from Keith in the movies, he put Pain Hustlers is overlong and at times frustratingly dull. But perhaps its biggest offense lies in its focus. The movie is so honed in on its disgusting wealthy profiteers that the true victims, the people who actually died, barely have a voice. Um, I disagree that it was dull, and in that yeah. um, I, I really didn't think the movie was that bad at all, and I'm well acted. Um, but as far as the uh, the note about the victims and that that I have to agree with. There's there's very little attention put on that. It's more on just the Emily Blunt's character really, and then the 
I mean, I don't want to give anything away in case people are watching it, but the other people involved and all of that. Yeah. So, uh, I don't have a review. I didn't even dig into them because, you know, I usually I dig for rotten. Um, I didn't have a, I, I, I don't want to put people off of the movie. Yeah. You know, um, just what we said, it's, it, it's a sad topic in a sense, but the film is well, I thought it was well done. I think people critics crap on it and that's fine. That's, that's their job. But, uh, I, this critic is not. <laughs> there I, you. I, <laughs> well, what do you, uh, let's see what you, uh, what you put for a rating on that one. I'm going to do, uh, I gave it uh, to <laughs> we've so long I've been doing yours <laughs> yeah, you gotta find it now right can you do two pills for this one Gary no, uh, <laughs> I give it I give it this <clears throat> um, I give it two uh, only because like I said I, I thought the film I was I was entertained I wasn't waiting for it then I wasn't looking at my watch I was like yeah I'm getting into this, and like I was rooting for Emily Emily Blunt's character to kind of, uh, you know, to yeah. to succeed. Um, and yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, but you know, like I always well, say, when, so when I everybody watch ratings, uh, probably should reiterate the ratings. Oh, go ahead. I need to take a sip. You do it. <laughs> uh, Andy gives it two poos, which is really just. Um, you know, you don't want it. You don't want to have too many of these things. We do our rating system backwards. The more poos or in my case, toilet papers you have, the worse the movie is. Right. So, do you want a low number? It's like golf. You want a lower number, the lower, yeah. the number, the better we think it is. It's creative. Anyway, um, <laughs> with that said, I too, Andy gave it two TP. Well, not two poos, but two TPs. <laughs> So <laughs> you do a physical prop, do you not, Gary? <laughs> um two of these. <laughs> there you go. Two of these. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it, it's it's good. It's good. Uh, <laughs> I, that's it. It's it's a decent film. I think the, the 24 I think is being harsh on it. The 24% on Rotten Tomatoes. I yeah, yeah, I think so. I think 69 so. is I think that's roughly fair. You know, it's not great, but it's it's good. It's worth watching. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I agree. I agree. Well, uh, that'll wrap this episode up. Uh, sorry for the delay again, guys. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know what you thought of Pain Hustlers. Uh, have you seen it? If you've not, um, check it out. We we both uh, agree that it's, uh, it's a worth a watch. Now, if you have people that um, have suffered from uh, – this type of thing, big pharma and that kind of thing. It might not be your speed. Um, if you've seen a lot of stuff like this, it may not be your speed. It may just be a little overkill, but uh, it was a well done movie. Yeah. Well done movie. Um, so thanks a lot. And we appreciate it. And uh, didn't we have a final note? I did want to mention one thing. I think we have somebody joining the tummy twin media group family. New podcast. We do. <clears throat> we are um, bringing a new podcast on board. Uh, it's a podcast. It's called Tangent Station. It has um, two guys, Kevin and Willis, and they have a podcast that uh, it's it's like a show about nothing. It, they go off the, <laughs> off the rails, so to speak. The, the yeah. show can start one place and end someplace completely different, and it's fascinating and entertaining to see where it's going and how long uh, Kevin can go <laughs> before he's no. just 
Now that was it was an audio podcast before. So it, so it's not new, but it's new to us and they're going to branch out into video now, correct? They That's, are. Uh, they they're going to they're trying to expand their um their audience and they want to get into the the world of video podcasting and YouTube. And <clears throat> we kind of reached out to offer our help and uh, they're going to join the Tummy Twins Media family. Uh, and so <clears throat> please if you like uh just different podcast. I mean, I'm a big fan of the show. That's why I reached out to Kevin. So uh, hopefully uh, some people will watch us and jump over there and get a kick out of them. And yeah. if you don't like looking at them, just go back and listen to them. It'll also be available as an audio. Yeah, I look forward to them coming on board. Uh, yeah. Kevin's been well, like a next, really good friend for a long time. So Next couple of weeks, we should be able to launch it. We're, we're doing some finalizing production. I was working on uh post-production stuff all day today with it so awesome yay we're going to hawaii yay yay, yay gary with the yay. yay gary's hitting and recording thanks everybody we'll see you next Bye. time This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.